You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. The free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Coming to you from Norman, Oklahoma today. Um, super excited to have Michael and Pam on the podcast to talk about Ben Jack Laredo's Gourmet Foods. Guys, thanks for joining me. Well, thank okay. you for having us. Appreciate it. So this, I've looked at the website, and it looks like you make amazing little, you know, obviously the, the big thing is, you know, the, the Bloody Marys and that you ship a lot around. But before we get into everything you do, the farm to table stuff, tell me a little bit about yourselves uh, and how you guys met. Okay. Um, Michael and I have been together for a while. Uh, we have really diverse backgrounds. Uh, the neat thing about our company, uh, it really started on Michael's family and it goes way back to the eighties and the story with that is pretty incredible. So I have just kind of come along for the ride, uh, on a family legacy that began years and years ago with his family. Michael, what about you? Well, we started, um, oh, my cousins about 1981, they wanted to start a farm and it actually was pecans that they were trying to grow. Someone suggested that I think it was the state agriculture department suggested just in case the pecan trees didn't grow to plant asparagus in between the rows. Well, pretty much all the pecan trees died and what happened is all the asparagus took off. And so they grew so much, they didn't know what to do with it. So they got into preserving it. And then that led to farmer's markets to selling it all across the nation to, uh, Oh, making Bloody Marys to mustards and just all different products, uh, barbecue, um, all family recipes and oh, just a real neat story how it all kind of came to be. But it, as Lee would say, um, he's the one that developed all the stories and most of the recipes. He would say he sold it from coast to coast to border to border. And, and he was always gone driving, selling. And, uh, but uh, it does sell all over the country and to a few other countries as well, but mostly here. Yeah. So you, so you grew up really knowing about this stuff and getting into it then. And, and family has had the Rockin' LH Farm, right? That's the name of it? Right. right. Yeah. But mostly I only went probably once to a family get together and saw, you know, how they cooked it and where they, you know, did the batches and stuff like, and uh, different things that they would uh, can right there on the farm. And they had a full processing center, but, um, uh, we got into wanting to do something different after Pam got cancer. We, we changed mm-hmm. what we did for a living and wanted to do something together. Uh, that was still family and just, somehow came across uh, oh, 
buying up our cousin's business. So, yeah. And it's, oh, and he had also gotten cancer. So it was kind of dwindling. Um, and one of their employees bought the business and then we bought the business from um, both my cousin and the middle owner. So we brought it back to our family. Yeah. When did you do that? 2017. Oh, so fairly recently then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're new to the food business and um, my background is commercial remodeling and Pam's is oh, quite extensive of what she can do. She's a marketing to, uh, she is a chaplain now uh-huh. and, uh, getting the rest of her schooling for that. So yeah. we, we kind of go all directions with this family. So yeah, different things. I'm sure it was great to during at that, you know, 2017, 2016 time when you, you know, you, you're going through a tough time, the cancer and just a complete life change to get this business going, to be able to spend more time together. It really was a neat thing for me. Uh, the, the cancer I had had been pretty significant. It was breast cancer and required the full, the full regimen, chemotherapy, radiation. And you, you're always wondering what does my tomorrow look like? So for us to have um, kind of a refocusing of our goals, it was so much more than just a made in Oklahoma company that we inherited. It became a fresh start. For me, it became proof that life moved on. And then it became an opportunity as we traveled and we did all these trade shows from Dallas to the State Fair of Oklahoma. It became an opportunity to meet with individuals and uh, have a chance to encourage them, no matter what they might be going through. So the awesome thing about being a made in Oklahoma company and getting to, to meet Oklahomans is that Oklahoma standard, you get to share and have a sense of community and work together. And that's really been what Lee did all those years. And we're very, uh, it's really unfortunate that I had to go through cancer, but there's been all kinds of good that has come out of it. And that's carrying that legacy of friends and family forward. Yeah. It's, you know, there's so many quotes out there, isn't there? That, that going through struggle, you come out stronger on the other side and just the, you know, the, the special times that you have when, when something like that significantly happens and it rocks the family and you think, Oh, we, you know, our time is running out always. We know, you know, we have this clock that runs out. We don't know when it's going to run out, but, but when you get a shock like that, especially when it's so personal, it does hit home. And then you get to realize, you know, something as personal as that it definitely puts it into perspective. And I'm sure going on the road to trade shows and when we were able to do that, uh, yeah. you know, meeting so many people that have, you know, maybe a similar product or selling their products the same way, but their stories are so different, right? How they get to that. Sure. is so right. different. And, and like you said, the Oklahoma standard, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to put into words. If you know about it, you know about it. You can think about it. certain experience that you've had that, that, that exactly explains what it is, but it's special. It definitely is special. How, uh, how was it in the early, you know, when you guys took it over in, in 2017, how were the early kind of few months going and, and did you kind of have previous experience in doing this, you know, like selling products before or not? Well, here's the thing we dove right in And I think we were just kind of fearless and bold to try something really new that we had not tried before. And it didn't take very long to realize how hard small business owners work Mm -hmm. and the hours are long 
and you cannot, I always say you, this was a Lee quote. You can't take your foot off the gas because when you do, you're in trouble. So we, over the past few years, I think Michael would agree, it has been a lot of hard work, more than we ever dreamed. A lot of, re it's been very rewarding. It's been very gratifying. We love it when people say, we love your product. And it's always on our Thanksgiving table, or we have it every Christmas. We buy it for our children. To be able to be a part of their families in a way with something that is special, especially the, with 2020 being so difficult. Uh, COVID just brought up in so many awful things. People were able to buy products and it was a special thing to have in their home that gave it a, a uniqueness. But let me tell you what, folks, if you have a made in Oklahoma company, I'm telling you, support them. If you guys are out there, support those small businesses because they're working, they're working really hard to make it happen. Mm -hmm. The ones that actually produce it themselves that have the licensing and uh, Lee and Sharon and Chuck and Lisa used to, and you know, other people that they hired used to produce all this stuff and go out and sell it in addition mm -hmm. to just hours of labor and we haven't been lucky or more lucky that yeah we have a co-packer to do you know uh, you know part of that job but distributors and uh, everything else that, that we work with really helps us uh, but uh, it is a whole community of everybody supporting each other to just to get these little businesses to go yeah. What, was it your, your guys' decision to, to partner with Made in Oklahoma and help the business that way, or was that previously done but with the previous owners? If you look back to Lee and Sharon, they were one of the founding members of just the Made in Oklahoma program. Wow. So they were doing Made in Oklahoma before MIO Coalition ever came around. Yeah. They would meet with the Department of Education, and they were on some of those just planning meetings. So again, we stand on the shoulders of those who saw a better and a bigger vision than we could have ever imagined. But one of the best blessings that comes from Made in Oklahoma Coalition is the ability for them to come in and walk along beside you. And they do it in a lot of different ways. They provide that emotional support that, you know, when you need that pat on the back that says, just keep trying, it's gonna break, it's gonna, you're gonna get that support that you need. But then they do practical application of that support through their marketing, through their advertisement, through podcasts, through just bringing in unique resources like what we're doing right now that help us get the word out that we are a company and we want people to buy our products. And so you feel, they make you feel like you're a big company, even though you may be standing in some smaller size shoes, but it's a co-op of help and they treat everybody the same. So it doesn't matter whether you're a major food producer with your own manufacturing and hundreds of employees or whether you're a very small family-based business, the help is equal. The support and encouragement is the same and their desire for you to succeed um, is very authentic and genuine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a common theme with, with, you know, I've been fortunate enough to, like I said, to speak to people like yourselves every week and, and it, you're right. It's, it's just the value that you get from it. You know, that that's, you know, it, it's, if you were to go out and do that on your own, it's 10, 15 times more expensive and you, you know, you, it's just not, not feasible, but for, for people like yourselves and, and others, it, it is definitely an asset to the state and, 
you know, seeing people like, like yourself succeed, right? It's, it's really cool. And there's nothing better than, than buying a product that was made here by a family, you know, with, with either they've just started or they've got a hundred years of history. It's really cool. Um, tell me about the, the products that you have. Tell me about, you know, it's obviously not just one. Tell me about, you know, those products and, and just, you know, maybe some of your favorites and stuff like that. Well, there's, golly, we have so many, um, I don't know, I think we have 42 products probably, but we don't produce them all at once. Um, we probably have 18 of them at any given time. Mm-hmm. Chili's real popular. The best, that's probably the most popular that goes coast to coast would be the Bloody Mary mix. And, and the good thing about our mix is we don't put... Uh, a lot of wheat and, you know, bulk it up with cheap things. Ours is tomato puree, which is the base for it. And so you do pay a little bit more for it, but it's a so much better product, a premium product. And we're, we like to try to get into everybody's hand and not just, you know, for others that, you know, can't necessarily afford it. So we're trying to get our costs down to where we can lower those costs and get it um, you know, into everyone's home. And, um, the other thing about that is it's kind of weird that you can cook with Bloody Mary mix, but that's what we do with it most of the time and, and put it in just about everything. But, um, oh, we have candied jalapenos, which are, oh, extra sweet and, um, uh, we have asparagus. Since we did start on an asparagus farm, we have asparagus in many products across the line. Um, and then the mustards and uh, have rubs and seasonal. So, rubs and seasonings, the yeah. pepper jelly. And what we try to do is encourage people to get creative with our products. So we'll put recipes out. We have a cookbook that if you're wondering how you use a product called Fire and Lace, which is a sweet, hot uh, dressing and spread, we'll give you some recipes for, for what that might work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the Bloody Mary is, is we have folks buy it and just drink it just without adding, you know, without making it into a cocktail, they just chug it for their morning breakfast. So, uh, <laughs> you know, and you'll always know it's ours because our pickled asparagus spears are swizzle stick. And so whether you're buying the little bitty one that we call our woozy and the little, or if you're buying the big bar size, um, it's, it's something that you can cook with, drink with, or have at your party to make some fabulous cocktails and drinks with. It's a good mix. Is, so do you still have like the original farm that you guys, that family started on? It, the structures are all still standing and it's really incredible to see the pictures because it's, they did a bread and bre- breakfast. And it looks like a scene out of an old West movie. The buildings are an old saloon and an old grocery store and, uh, it's not, it's, it's closed since Lee passed for sure, but they used to have hundreds of people bring tour buses through. Uh, so the structures is still there. It's not open to the public, uh, but it is a walk down memory lane and just a very special place to see. Yeah. You guys haven't tried the, the pecans since that, since they failed the first time. No, asparagus, you know, you get what the people the want and everybody wanted asparagus. So yeah. uh, asparagus it is. I had a podcast uh, last year, towards the end of last year with Miller Pecan. And I mean, they have a giant operation. 
uh, and we were talking about it and it, it's it is a lot of work i know that mm-hmm. yes but they, they were they were another another myo podcast as well um so so you guys you know see the, the bloody mary mix is the legendary it's it's right. stuff that sells all over the nation uh, as a as a, you know other products do but um can you go into detail about it and how you know so there might be someone listening who loves bloody marys and and may have not heard of your product or may have not had it yet hopefully they have but if there is one person out there that, that you know is trying to make some at home or just can't get it down you know what is there any secret process is there anything that just works for you guys well it's a very unique bloody mary it um oh it's it's just all the freshest ingredients we can find and um, the best tomato puree that you can buy. And uh, we actually have to buy it by the number 10 cans because you can't get the cheaper stuffs in bigger barrels and things. And, and we um, just number 10 cans. There's a bunch of them, but we mix it small batches. And um, oh, there's, there's a lot of ingredients into it, but there's, uh, you know, we don't use MSG and it, it, it is, uh, oh, it has a long shelf life, uh, but really going into how it's made. Um, well, we have a proprietary well, seasoning that goes into it that nobody else has that Lee formulated and, um, and it was all family Oh, there on the kitchen stove is where this was developed in the state of Oklahoma. So um, people just love it from coast to coast. And uh, we've talked about and taking the asparagus out of it, that one little swizzle stick, and we had a lot of backlash yeah. on that because yeah. it adds quite a bit of pricing to that case. To, it's about a three-step process to get it yeah into the bottle and packed and not have any issues with it. We have, we have some really loyal customers and they have bought our product for 20 years and they are convinced that because that pickled asparagus and we do original and a hot and asparagus, but because it's in that bloody Mary, that it flavors the bloody Mary mix in such a way that it, it gives it a little extra uniqueness. And so there, I think there would be quite a revolt if we tried to take that out. Um, but it does add, you know, the Bloody Mary is as smooth as far as being able to drink it. So you get that nice, robust tomato flavor up front. And then the heat and the spices as, are going to kick into the back. Mm-hmm. And we recommend, you know, maybe one ounce vodka to five ounces of the mix. That's your basic. And then the garnish is whatever your heart desires. Uh, the, you can buy a jar of our asparagus and that add that in as an extra garnish instead of celery. Uh, it pairs well with bacon and olives. Shrimp is great because then you can have a little shrimp cocktail with it. So as far as just creating your perfect Bloody Mary, we feel that it does a great balance of that. Mm-hmm. Thinking out of the box, put it in your soup, like tomato soup. Put a splash in uh, your stews. Uh, add it into things just that you would cook for your family, like meatloaf. And it is something that adds a little zest and a little zip to pretty much anything you go, you go to create. So a spaghetti sauce, it's just very versatile. And so it's like a really good, um, souped up V8. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, so it's, it's one of those that because the ingredients are wholesome and because that we try to be farm to table and not use a lot of synthetic materials, 
you get a nice tomato richness. It is. Uh, it was a Dallas Gold Medal finalist, uh, so it won. And as far as that goes, it made it to the very final round for gold medals. And it was a 2019 Made in Oklahoma Product of the Year. Well, 2018 and 19. 2018 uh, and 19 Made, made in Oklahoma Fest Product of the mm-hmm. Year. And if you're familiar with So Six Magazine, mm-hmm. uh, company was the voted by just our fans to be the 2019 uh, Made in Oklahoma Company of the Year. Yeah. And all because people love their Bloody Mary mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. of all of our fellow fans out there who, who partake of that. So uh, yeah. we've been blessed. We've been blessed. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm, as you can tell my accent, I'm from the UK originally and I never grew, like I never had it back home ever. Yeah, and I come out here, and you know, you go to brunch, or you go to somewhere for breakfast, and people are drinking. I'm like, what is that? You know? Yeah. And now I know all about it. Now, obviously, I know a lot more because you guys are making it. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's different things in it, different cultures, and, and you know, knowing that it's just made right here, it, it's really cool. And obviously, you guys are passionate about it. You love meeting people. You love selling it, hearing people's stories. You know, I'm sure you get yeah. when you were on the road and doing you know, trade shows and stuff like that, people would come up to you and tell you what they love their, you know, they love their mix in. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there any mixed stuff that people put things in that just kind of baffled you a little bit? Anything that was like super awful? Uh, Probably one of the, we have gotten a lot of strange, one of the unique ones was a habanero wine. And we have a winery in McAllister Whispering Whispering Pines. But there was a lot of the wineries because that when they would set up, they would buy our product. And Michael and I wondered why are these wine wanting our products? And they mix it into their wines. So they get a hot wine and then they add a splash of that. And people just love it. So they sell them as a set. So it pairs where with a habanero wine. People put it on um Scrambled eggs, which I thought was, they splashed it onto that. I thought that was a little unique. I'd never tried that one before. Uh, baked beans, I hadn't, or pinto beans, I hadn't tried it with uh, any sort of beans. But the habanero wine was one that was kind of a side curve, but yet at the State Fair of Oklahoma, it took off. And people were buying the wine at their booth and then coming over and getting the Bloody Mary. So it was kind of a neat partnership to see two Oklahoma companies have some synergy there and be able to drive sales. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is, that's really cool. Isn't it? Having it on, on, on eggs and, and then the wine is totally different, right? That's, that's yeah. the beauty of it. And it's just so versatile and you can, you know, someone just try it with something else or try it with this. And it's great that you can be at the center of all those meals or drinks or moments for people, you know, people yeah. have a memory that they would always have a bloody Mary with their, with their dad or, or grandparent or mother. Like you guys are at the center of that. That's really special. Our series of mustards and we have a lot of mustards. They're all handcrafted and they use the cracked mustard seed and that Michael has spent a lot of time formulating a lot of our mustards. One of the best compliments we had came from a medical student who was here studying medicine from Germany and he actually bought a full set of our mustards. And he said, it's the first time I've had a mustard that tasted like home. And um, so you can get our mustards. We have a garlic mustard. We have a jalapeno mustard. They're thick and they're smooth and they're creamy. We have the basic yellow jack. So uh, our mustards are another big popular seller. So, if you're, you know, you can dip your pretzel in them, but uh, lots of different flavorings there. But all, again, nice, thick 
cracked mustard seed and, yeah. and uh, uh, not your store mustard for sure. Michael, you mentioned you have a lot of products and a lot of them are seasonal, right? So what is kind of like your favorite season to make your products? Oh, I guess um, we haven't made all of them completely since we took over the business in 2017. So there are some, there's a tamale chili gravy that I hear a lot about when you're going to bring that back. And um, pickled garlic. And pickled garlic. Yeah. That would probably be the biggest one. It's three different types of garlic. And I haven't been satisfied with what we've been getting back from other co packers because it's, very unique it needs to be the way it should be mm-hmm. and um as one of the things that we looked at and set on the shelf and i will pick it up and look at it again but um we're going to try this spring to try to get that going again with a, a new co-packer yeah it's just you know you get these you just got to try the different ones to get the right garlic and um, the right mix and someone who really pays attention to you know, how the owner wants it mixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, after, I mean, listening to you talk about it, clearly you guys are passionate about this, but also you have such a pride in the product, right? A lot of people listening, or I mean, some people might have just said, oh, it's done. This is good enough. We'll put it out. It'll make money anyway. Whereas, you know, just listen to what you just said. It's not, a, it's more about, it's got to be right. Like I really want it to be right. right. If I don't right. like it, then then it's not good enough, which is it's, right. it's great to hear. I always feel like it has to sell itself because we can't be out there for every jar that's being sold. So when someone tries like the Bloody Mary for the first time, they know they just love it because it's the best thing they've ever had. Um, and you can drink it straight, just like V8 juice. Uh, it's so much better. Actually gives you a lift because there's quite a bit of protein in it from all the puree. Yeah. Um, one of the neat yeah. things that happened was, uh, you know, we're always trying to expand. The big thing with the Oklahoma business is how do we bust through the borders of Oklahoma? We're so grateful for our base, but you want sales to be driven, you know, in multi-states. That's, you know, who wouldn't, right? So one of the best compliments we had, there are two orchards and they're very large orchards that are in the Chicago area. And they had had an opportunity to try the Bloody Mary mix and they tried the asparagus. And one of them, their standards are very high. They're fully organic. And they both picked up those products because of the freshness of the asparagus, the, the crispness, the crunch that stayed with it, just the clean taste of it. And we picked up two major um, orchards for orders that continue to order every year. Uh, and we are just so thrilled that an Oklahoma product enters into such a major metropolitan area like Chicago and they're taking it home and they're looking at it going, wow, you know, that was made in Oklahoma. And we just think that's the best thing ever. And uh, so we have our product going there. It also goes on the other coast. You can go all the way to Washington state to a very large retailer there. And so from coast to coast, we are incredibly proud of the fact that all across America, people are getting a little oaky. They're getting to see a little bit more, you know, they're getting to see something from the sooner state. Yeah. And- uh, and our products are in their fridge and on their table. Yeah, you're right. It's just, and I'm sure, do you, do you guys ship stuff as well? People can buy off the website? Oh, yes. So you've got orders coming in from all over the country and you, you know, you're like, yeah, oh, this okay. one's going here, this one's going there. That must be really cool when those, you know, you started to pick up and get into stores and start being across the nation, coast to coast. And, you know, 
I can't think of anything better than getting, you know, getting an order from, you know, from Florida or whatever it is that you're like, oh, you know, this is the first one that we get to send to this state now. And then you yeah. dive into it and wonder why. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do shipped, all the shipping. Um, yeah, with all the, um, I, this is our second year for the orchards. And um, well, the year before we had one orchard, then, then they spoke to each other and actually picked up the second one. And uh, you can see from the sales at the orchards to, uh, reorders that from all over the country from new people that's buying your product because of the sales that from these big metro areas and um, and anytime we get into an area it just it's really neat to see it uh, just blossom and and just you know grow naturally and the way you know with our my previous business was a general contractor for 30 years and it was always word of mouth and we always did um we didn't ever have to advertise because our work was so good and that's the what we brought to this business was to let the product speak for itself and and you know it, it basically breeds on its own yeah it's the marketing dollars doesn't it it does yeah and one of the things we invested in, it started with Lee and we continue it, that a lot of companies don't, is if you look at our packaging, we spend a lot of time and effort on our labels, but on our packaging. And one of the examples is if they buy, if you buy our chili, it comes in a little, it's a 3D dimensional little chuck wagon. So you open up the top of the chuck wagon and your chili seasoning comes out and the recipe is inside the wagon. So the labels, are, we, we do a lot of things like that. We have a heritage box. Well, the heritage box, if you look at the artwork, which is all representative of scenes from Oklahoma, mm -hmm. from uh, the cattle trails to oil to just homesteading, I mean, good, great historical Oklahoma scenes, was drawn by a man who lives in Shawnee. We have another Christmas box that we also had a local artist do the drawing. So what we try to do is create products that are not only quality, but the packaging has meaning and significance. So when you're giving it as a gift, or if you just want something, you know, that really represents Oklahoma and who we are, the box from every level of what we try to do has some element that we can be proud of our state. Yeah, that's really cool, isn't it? Because, you know, I, me now being here from a different country, like I want to send stuff to my parents that's made here. And and it's really cool that we have that story, like because I'm a guy, right? I'm terrible at packaging things. I'm just a man. I'm terrible at it. But if the product comes looking really presentable, all I have to do is put it in a box. You know, that's that sells it for me too, right? Yeah. Uh, right. But it's really cool. I, I didn't, I, I didn't ever think about it when you know when you're here and you just wanna you wanna send something home or you wanna send something to a family member across a different state. Or, Someone who's in college, you know, you might have a daughter that's in college that's, that's traveling or whatever. You want to send them a little bit of home and, and you send them this. It's really, really special. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's, it's a gift that's ready and we provide that to wholesalers and to our retailers. So our business is really dual in nature because we have a lot of businesses that, that buy it and we put it together then they sell it on their shelf. And then we have direct consumers that go to our website and then we ship it from them. Yeah. And we, I mean, we send chili to Hawaii. I mean, we send stuff everywhere. Yeah. It, it really has went to Europe and it's went all over. 
That's awesome. Well, uh, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. I can't thank you enough for taking the time out on your on your afternoon to to share some stories and and can't wait to see you know your product on the shelves even more. I know you're in a bunch of stores and where if people are listening now, they're thinking, man, I want a bloody Mary tomorrow morning uh, or next week or whenever it is, where can they go to buy your products? Where can they find you? Stuff like that. So it kind of does depend. If you're in Oklahoma, you can look to uh, stores such as Research for our Bloody Mary mix. The tourist information centers carry them. And check out your local gift shops. Support those small Main Street businesses. More than likely, you're going to see our products there on the shelf. But if you live in an area where shipping would be more relevant to you and the way you need to go, our website is benjacklaredo.com. And our telephone numbers are there. More than likely, when you call, you're going to speak to Michael. And so you're actually talking to the owner. And most orders ship out within 24 hours. Awesome. Well, I'll post for everyone listening. I'll post all those links down below in the description to the podcast. So you can click on that. As you're listening, go and order you some Bloody Mary mix and other spices and mustards as well. Uh, Michael and Pam, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Uh, I wish you all the success for the rest of the year and the future. And yeah, we'll catch you next episode. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.